This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Rishusti Rav Shlita, Rav Ashri. I do have some yichus, more than just that I come from Flatbush. Actually, my grandfather was a Holocaust survivor. My grandfather was a Talmud Muvak of Menachem Zemba, a Ben Bayes by Menachem Zemba. And my grandfather had a smicha before the war from the, the Varshava Rav. And I actually always felt a very strong kesher to Shalsa Chubas Mimamakim. Over the years, I've given many shirim from Shalsa Chubas Mimamakim. And even though I know, Minog Yisrael Kodesh, Matsoi Shabbos, you know, you say over Sipurei Tzadikim, you know, sometimes more mush than drush. But how could I come to this Makam Kadosh and not say over something from Shalsa Chubas Mimamakim? So with your permission, I'm going to ask you to halt cup a little bit. What they say in the yeshiva is put on your lumdasha glasses. And I want to speak out a shayla. A shayla from the Holocaust. And to bring out a little bit how the Shalsa Chubas Mimamakim is mamish a timeless work. The yesoidos of lumdus that we see there apply mamish in the inyanim that we are living through today. And we see how the Torah is timeless. I'm going to take you back this evening to the 26th day of Elul, 1941, Tav Shin The Kovna Ghetto, where the Nazis Yimach Shemam said we need a thousand Yidin to work in the airport. This is Chelek Aleph, Simon Beis. We need a thousand Yidin to work in the airport. And the ration of food was one soup a day, but the soup was pigle, the soup was not kosher. And a number of Yidin came to Rav Ashri, and with the following Shiloh, by the way, if you look at the, the Nusach of the Lashon, of the Chuvas, Mamish, written very poetically, very, uh, a literary style. And the Shiloh was, could these Yidin eat the tray food to keep themselves alive? So what's a Tolayan? He says, the Shiloh is, how do we define Pikuach Nefashas? It's Pikuach Nefash because right now they were healthy, to some extent, they were worn out, they were weak, they were, but they were not chaylam yet. The shaila is right now, today, they don't need to eat the soup. But if they don't eat the soup today or tomorrow or the next day, ultimately it would bring them to a matzav of mamish sakanas nefashas. The question is in halacha, how do we define sakanas nefashas? Is it right now if the person's life is in danger? Or do we say, or do we say that if they don't partake of a davar iser, it could lead to a situation that could bring to sakana? Is that already considered sakana? That's the yisoid of the shayla chelak alaf seven beis. So of course we know the Gemara in Masechta Yuma da The Gemara says if you have a chayla on yamakipurim, and the chayla says I need to eat, and the roifei says I don't need to eat. So what's the halacha? We listen to the chayla. Why? Levi yodei amaras nafshay. A person knows his own misery, so to speak. A person may know even better than the chayla. The Gemara says, what if the roifei says he needs to eat? And the chayla says, I don't need to eat. You listen to the roifei. Safek sakana lakula. Comes the Torah in Simitafrei Shirchas. Listen to the Lashon of the Torah. This is all quoted in the Tshuva. It says the Torah, Chayla shetzarech lecha. Em yesham roifei baki. You have a proficient doctor. Shoimem, lo yidnu lo yifshar, she yichbar alav hachoyli. 
It could be if he doesn't eat. The illness will prevail. The yistakein. And it could be he'll be in sakana. You don't need to know maybe he'll die. You don't need the doctor to say maybe he'll die. If the doctor says F sure that it could come to a sakana, doesn't mean today, it doesn't mean tomorrow, but the situation will lead to a sakana, it's mavur and the tour, the tshuva brings, that that's also considered sakana's nefashas. Lefizeh, the rav, the Baal Machaber, it was written in the Holocaust and it was buried. And he came back after to that Makaim. By the way, historically, there are many, many works that were written by Gedolim. They were buried and they came back after. For example, the Tzrar Hamar. Now we're going back to the 15th century. Tzrar Hamar, because of Inquisition, he buried it and he came back to find it. So this is the argument offered by the Shalashitim that this seems to indicate that the definition of Pikuach Nefashis is not right now the person of Sakana. If it could lead to Sakana ultimately. You'll, you'll see where I'm going with this for what's happening in today's world. Says Shalashitim but maybe you could be Mechalek. Maybe there the person is a Chayla. So right now he's ill. Once a person is ill, he's in a predicament where if he doesn't take care of himself, it's likely to lead to endangering his life. But these people working in the airport, yes, they're weak. Yes, they're famished, but they're not choylem. They're not choylem. So you'll say, but it will lead to that situation. But you can't bring a riot from the tour because the tour is talking about a situation where someone is already a choyla. So the Mimamakim brings and marshals another interesting Gemara. Gemara and Shabbos Samachtes. So if you're lost in the desert, you know the famous Gemara, you're lost in the de- desert, so what do you do? You count six days, and the seventh day, you treat as Shabbos. And the Gemara says, are you allowed to work? So the Gemara says, the first six days, you work Kedei Parnasasai. Frek the Gemara, so what do you do on the day that you decide is Shabbos? The Gemara says, on that day, you don't work. Frek the Gemara, what should you do? You should die on that day? So the Gemara says, no, on that day, you go to work also. So the Gemara says, so what's the difference between the six days and the day you consider Shabbos? Gemara says, no, no major difference. Just that you make Kiddush on the seventh day, and you make Havdalah on the seventh day. So now we have a Machloik Yisachroinim. Because the Gemara ultimately concludes, very interestingly, that you go to work every day. But what if you're able to fast one day? So do we say, if you're able to fast, you have no right to work? Safek Shabbos L'Chumrah. They have a very interesting machlokes achreinim. The Toysvah Shabbos says, if you're able to fast, you're mechuyev to fast. You could only go to work if you're not if you're not able to fast that day. But the big day Yesha says, even if you're able to fast, you need to go to work because you got to get out of the situation as soon as possible because it's a situation that ultimately could lead to sakana. So based on this psak of the big day Yesha. The Mimamakim, by the way, you know, right now it's, uh, it's, uh, in a red volume over here, and the print is, is, uh, ripping, and I wasn't asked to do this, I'm, I'm doing this selfishly. This, this safer has to be reprinted. I know, but we need people to help it get reprinted, you know? So if you, if you want to be Mezakeh Klal Yisrael, you'll see, because these are Yisoidois and Halacha that we need today, you'll see. The Mimamakim argues halacha lamaisa, and he, spoke, he says he later met the Kavnarav, Rav Ram Doiv Ber Kahana Shapiro. He was maskim lahalacha. It was mutter 
for these people working in the airport to uh, eat tarfis in order to preserve their life. So where am I going with this? A very interesting shayla. You have hostages in Gaza. Yeah? The Israeli government wants to say, we're going to rescue them. How? We'll give you back a hundred terrorists, a thousand terrorists, for one Yiddish neshama. Are you allowed to trade a hundred terrorists, a thousand terrorists, to save one Jewish life? Kuach nefashais. So that, there's a few shilas up here. Number one, There's a takana, you can't redeem a captive for more than the value. A hundred terrorists, of one Jewish soul. Unless you argue, unless you argue, that the din of is only if the person's life is not on the line. But if the person's life is on the line, then what's the reason you're now to redeem captives more than their value? Because of Dukhka de, de Tzibura, you're causing the hardship on the Tzibura. But to save a Jewish life, everyone has to give as much money as possible. On the other hand, the Gemara says a svara of you don't want to encourage the Goyim to kidnap more. So even if their life is on the line, you still can't give Yasemik Deidamim because you're just going to encourage them to do it more. That's the Shayan Halacha, there's a Chumaram Milublin. But the, the other big shaila is, what do you think these terrorists are going to do the day that you release them? You think they're going to go play bingo? You think they're going to go learn Shari Tshuva? Chavis Havavos? Sifrei Chasidos? What do you think they're going to do? They say what they're going to do. They've already announced what their plan is. It's Mamish, you know that one of the thousand terrorists that was given up for Gilad Shalit was the one who perpetrated the October 7th massacre. So you they give up one guy, but he's able to... So the Shaila is, listen to the Shaila. Right now, letting the guy go free is not putting people into Sakana. It's a situation that's Asi and Asid lovely day Sakana. So is, is freeing the terrorists considered putting people in Sakana Savashas? Right now, today it's not, but one day it will be. So it's interesting. They asked uh, Rabbi Vadya Yosef, backed by the, a different Maisa, and Rabbi Vadya quoted Shalshachus Noed Behuda. And Shalshachus Noed Behuda says a very interesting Yisoid, which we have to think of in light of the Shalshachus Mimamakim. The Noed Behuda says like this, is it permitted to perform an autopsy on a Jewish body? Of course not. Nivel Hamis. It's an Isra of Nivel Hamis. What if by, by performing the autopsy, you could gain medical knowledge right now to rescue a Jewish patient in the hospital bed right next to him? In other words, you have two people. One of them died of a certain illness, and by doing an autopsy on... On Ploini, Aleph, you could figure out how to cure the Choyle in the next bed over. Are you allowed to do an autopsy to save the life of another patient? Avada, Piklach Nefashes. That's clear. But what if, asked the Naidi Behuda, by performing an autopsy, you could maybe gain medical knowledge that one day you'll learn some information that you'll be able to save someone, someone's life in the future. Says Naidi Behuda, that's not pikuach nefashes. That's not called saving a Jewish life. Saving a Jewish life means 
today, right now, the fact that it will ultimately lead to saving the life of a Yid that does not have a din of Pikach Nefashais or Hatzalas Nefashais. So Rabbi Vadya argued, conversely of the Noida Bihuda, that if saving a life in the future does not have the din of Hatzalas Nefashais, then risking someone's life in the future does not have the din of Sakhanas Nefashais. So if you could save a Jewish life by trading in a hundred terrorists, even though tomorrow it will mean putting people's lives in danger, but the same way it's not considered Hatsala unless you're saving someone's life here and now, it's not considered Sakana unless you're endangering somebody here and now. Yesh Ladun, Yesh Ladun on this Indian. But I'm trying to bring out that when you learn the Yisoydois in the Shalsuchus Mimamakim, this is not just history. Oh, what would have been? You know, what would have been back then? The Yisoydois of Halacha, and also, you, of course, there are many Chilukim. The Chilukim are dependent on the level of possibility of Hatzalah, the level of possibility of Sakana. But these are not Yisoydois of commemorating something that happened 70 years ago. It's a Torah Chaim. And all the principles that we see there are mamish noigea in our lives, and uh, we should we should only encounter them l'tayvo v'levracha. I want to speak out another Indian. I will try to be makayim the the Indian that malava malko tayra should be a little bit lighter. So I'm going to speak a little bit about the frogs. The tzfardeya. You know we learn we learn a very important thing from the tzfardeya. The Gemara tells us in the sechta psachim. The Gemara has a shaila about Hananiah, Mishal, Azariah. The Gemara asks, Maro Hananiah, Mishal, Azariah, Shemasru, Atzman, Kedusha Hashem. Who inspired Hananiah, Mishal, Azariah? Was it a Malava Malka speech? Was it Musr Behespailos? You know, I learned in Yeshiva Chafetz Chaim, which is a Slabotka Yeshiva. So I was very excited. I thought I was coming. And uh, I knew the Rav learned in the Slabotka. But I heard he also learned by the Chafetz Chaim and also by the Briskarov. It's very interesting. Hanani Mishal Vazaria didn't hear a Musr Shmuz. Hanani Mishal Vazaria didn't learn Musr Behispailus at that time. You know who inspired Hanani Mishal Vazaria? A frog. They were inspired by the frog. So as you how they were inspired by the frog? They made a Kavachoymer. Umat Svardim, Shein Mitsuvin al Kedushas Hashem. They're not Mitsuvin al Kedushas and yet the Rebbe Nishtam says, Ubao, Becha, Beveisecha, Ubemesharoisecha, Uvesanurecha, go into the ovens. So Hanani Mishal Vazari made a Kavachaymer, they who are not Mitzvah and Kedushas Hashem, and gave up their life, we certainly have to give up our life. It's very interesting that one of the greatest examples of Kiddush Hashem came about as a limud from frogs. Let's think about it. Why did the Rebbe Hashem bring Tzfardeya on the, on the Mitzrim? It's interesting. The Zara Kodesh says, because they were Mavatelos from Kriya Shema, Shachris, and Arvis. So the Rebbe Hashem brought on them Tzfardeya. Now, uh, uh, Rabbi Josh mentioned, I grew up in Brooklyn. So when I was a Bachar, I used to walk from Emin 31st to Rabbi Vigdor Millershul. You look familiar from there, Yeah. <laughs> Very often on Shabbos. I heard Rav Miller for three years, Baruch Hashem. Why do I mention that? Rav Miller writes in the Sefer, Sefardeya comes from the word 
Safar Yada. They know the morning. So maybe we start to see a little Midah Kneged Midah. They were Mavatalas from Kriyashma Shal Shachras Fa'arvis. So the Tzfardeya, they have different shifts of Tzfardeya. They know the morning. Some are the night shift and they stop by the morning. Some are the day shift and they start by the morning. In any event, let's, let's try to go a little bit deeper. One of the very uh, frightening and harrowing tshuvas in Shalsachos Mimamakim came about a few months later after the first tshuva we mentioned. This is from Chelek Beis Simandalid, the fifth day of Cheshvan Tavshin Beis. Where a certain Yid, Rebbe Varshever, a Yid from Poland, made his way to Lita and on the day of the liquidation of the Kavna Ghetto, asked the Mimamakim, he feels his end is near. When that day comes, what bracha should he make when he's Mekadesh Hashem, when he gives up his life? And he feels this will be his last chus, and he wants to be able to teach other Yidin the Nusuch HaBracha to make when he's Mekadesh Hashem. Or maybe you don't make a bracha at all. The Rajba argues maybe you shouldn't make a bracha. Because the same way, we don't give, make a bracha when you give tzedakah. Maybe the Ani will say, no thanks. You know, if you, you offer less than a dollar, he might, he might turn you down. You know, and then, imagine you made a bracha, you gave a quarter, and he said, no, I don't take less than ten dollars. So the Rajva says, that's why we don't make a bracha on tzedakah. So maybe you can't make a bracha on Kiddush Hashem, because maybe the guy won't pull the trigger. So this was the shaila of Rebel Yo Varshavar Hashem Yim Kaim Damai. And the Mamakim cites the Shla Kadosh in the Shar HaOisiyos, who says the bracha is, Baruch Hashem, the shaila is you say le or al, and the shla says you say le, because it's ef shaliyde shliach. He says the bracha is baruch ata Hashem le kadesh shemay barabin. And this rebel yo went around and he taught many yidden the nusach habracha, and he said he met rebel chanan, and rebel chanan said he heard from the chafetz chaim that this is the correct psak, that you should make the bracha le kadesh shemay barabin. This was the nusach habracha. Rabbi Hanan taught his son, Rabbi Naftali. What's very interesting is, the Magid, the Magid Meisharem, told the Beis Yosef, we know the Beis Yosef had a Malach that came to learn with him, the Beis Yosef was told by the Malach, many times, the Malach told him, that the Beis Yosef would die out Kiddush Hashem. And the question is, you know, it never happened. It didn't happen. The Beis Yosef died, al so many Achroinim deal with this question. What happened to the, the prediction of the Malach that the Beis Yosef would die out Kiddush Hashem? So I want to share with you a very simple halacha. I think uh, this is, uh, to a certain extent, a halacha that's not fully understood. The Mechaber Paskins and Simon Samachalef, Yikra Kriyashma, Be'ema, Be'yira, Be'reses, Uvezea. When you say Shema, it should be with fear, with awe, with trembling, shaking. Come on, why do you have to get so worked up when you say Shema? You're doing a mitzvah. Why are you getting so agitated? So the Mishnah Bura quotes the Tshuva Sarashba. Tshuva Sarashba says, part of Kabbalah's Malchus Shamayim. Okay, so that means before you say Shema, you have to at least think two things. Number one, you have to be Mechavein to Mechayim the Mitzvah Saseh of Krishna. Number two, you need to think your mekabel amachos shamayim ad kidei kach that if you were ever put to the ultimate test, you'd give up your life. Okay, the Hashem. 
That's the an Iker Kavana and Krishma. By the way, you know that Avodraham says, Shema, Su'u Maroim Einechem, Shema, Shakai, Melech, Oilam, Shema, Shachris, Mincha, Arvis, Shema, El Machos Shemaim. Four Kavanois of Rashi Tevos in the word Shema. But one of the important Kavanois is that if ever put to the ultimate test, one would give up their life on Hashem. And if you think that, it's Ke'ilu, you did it. So the Mavra Yaboik writes, the Beis Yosef certainly was Mekayim Divrei Atzmoy, and whenever he said Shema, he was Mechavein this Kavana. So it's Ke'ilu, he was Moisar Navsha HaKadosh Hashem. Ure'eze Pela then, that the Mitzrim tried to be Mavatalas from Kriya Shema, which means they didn't allow us to have this Kabbalah and this Kavana that we would make Kabbalah on ourselves to be Moisha Nevesha Kedash Hashem. So Mida Kineged Mida, the Yibbana Shalom says, you're not letting the Yidin have this Kavana. I'm going to send Makas Tvardeya. You know what we're going to learn from Makas Tvardeya? We learn from there the Chiyav Limsar Atzmaya Kedash Hashem. You're being Mavatil from Klal Yisrael, the Kabbalah to be Moisha Nevesha Kedash Hashem. We're going to use this Tvardeya to teach Klaistral, Ad Kedei Kach, Ure'eza Pele, look in Parakshira, Sifardei Amahu Oimer, Baruch Shem Kevoid Machusai Li'oilam Ba'ad. So the Mitzrim didn't allow the Yidin to say Shema, so they had her here 24 hours a day. Tzafar Yada, until the Boiker, Tzfardei Baruch Shem Kevoid Machusai Li'oilam Ba'ad, and until the Arab. So it's a great Tzuchus to be here this evening. As I mentioned, I feel very close to the Svarim Imamakim, and Bezus Hashem, we should be able to learn from it. Gesundheit, the Surois Taivais, the Ivan Shem should bring Yeshua and Achamis Lanu, Lachal Yisrael, Lachal Makim Shehem, Agitavach, Agizintavach, Amazel Dekavach. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.